Good. Where, where's the smart marks at? They're there. They're talk to them. Good. Can I? Yeah. I would love you to. Can I really? You know how I feel. Can I swear? I'm, I'm, absolutely. Ask your friends over here. All right. Fuck you. The New Jersey Kid, Joe Sheehan. That's the difference between you and I. For me, this is about passion, and for you, this is about fame. And nobody will ever remember you. The Rogue of Wrestling, Michael Newman. Yeah, that works in Hollywood, that works in the movies, but this isn't the movies, this is real life. And in real life, I am the real hero. You're listening to the Super Smart Brothers Pro Wrestling Podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to the Super Smart Brothers Pro Wrestling Podcast, where the Super Smart Brothers title itself is up in the air. We don't really know <gasps> who's going to be the champion because it's still being decided technically. So should we have both like started the podcast at the exact same time? I guess so. I don't know. It depends on your like, views on ties. Because <laughs> also the way that it stands, too... It's not just that it's up in the air, but we're also tied. Interesting. Uh, because from Evolution, the only match okay. that we differed on was the Battle Royal. Uh-huh. Uh, and we both got it wrong. Yeah. Uh, and then with Ultima Lucha, we only differed on two matches. Only one of those two matches has happened so far on TV. And we were both wrong. <laughs> in the Trios titles match, uh, the Reptiles retained. So we yeah. were both wrong. <laughs> so it so all the comes other, down it's... to... Phoenix, Phoenix versus El Dragonis Tekka. Tekka. Okay. But we are going to throw some more wrenches in it because we will be predicting Crown Jewel. What? It just gets even more complicated? Yeah. We must be gluttons for punishment or something. We We're are. Just goddamn fools. Mm-hmm. But, uh, well, I like how we went, let's only do the podcast when something's coming up. And WWE's like, oh... Oh, you guys want, like, breaks and stuff? Yeah, no. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yep, it's, uh, we're back again because, uh, you know, WWE has decided against, you know, maybe against their better judgment, maybe not. I guess we'll have to see how all of this Crown Jewel nonsense plays out. Mm-hmm. They're going to Saudi Arabia to do the show. Yes, but without two of their biggest stars, um, yeah. one woman, and a racist. At least one racist, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, one um, proven racist, like, on a <laughs> recorded tape. So, I gotta ask you, who do, whose um, absence from Crown Jewel do you think they handled better between Cena and Daniel Bryan? Oh, Daniel Bryan by leaps, bounds, football mm-hmm. fields, yards, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah. Because, thought... what, like, so let's start, we started off our week with, um, so we had Evolution, right? Great show on Sunday, we'll go over it. Um. And then the, the rumors around Crown Jewel, it, it was settled, WWE's going, but what was up in the air was they were still advertising both John Cena and Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. Um, and so John Cena, they handle on Raw because he's not there, because I think, is he still in China filming a, the movie or something? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I know, he, I know he has been in China filming a movie with Jackie Chan. I'll tell you where um, he is. Not Saudi Arabia. Not Saudi Arabia. So they write him off by Baron Corbin just coming out and going, Bobby Lashley, you just lost the match, but you beat up Finn Balor, and I like that, so you're <laughs> replacing John Cena because John Cena didn't earn his spot in the uh, World Cup tournament. That's how they wrote off John Cena. 
Well, hey, you know what? I mean, if John Cena didn't earn it, let's just keep the tradition, right? Like, I mean, just but give like, it to some other guy who doesn't. Earn it. <laughs> he lost his match, but then just went. But I'm he did, be... so therefore he didn't earn it. <laughs> so therefore he gets the spot. <laughs> didn't didn't Finn Balor know that he was supposed to lose the match if he wanted to get into the World Cup? <laughs> what if like? <laughs> What if it had been a mistake where like the ref counts wrong and like Balor wins? Balor, uh, I'm sorry, Lashley wins, and Corbin comes out and goes, "Um, so we were gonna give it to whoever loses this match." Yeah. <laughs> so I guess it's now Finn. <laughs> like, but then there would be the extra other hidden clause. It's like, but you know, we actually can't give it to you, Finn Balor, because technically you're not American, and <laughs> this World Cup is exclusively for Americans. Yeah, you know, Mysterio bring... is a Mexican, which is a North American, so that's more American than you being Irish. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking European. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Get out of the World Cup. <laughs> um but then on SmackDown we have Dander Bryan, Shane McMahon returns. Mm-hmm. Which I'd just been thinking, I was like, you know who I haven't seen in a while? Shane McMahon, and then he appears on SmackDown, and I was like, Oh, there he is. Yeah. Was um, the, was and... there an explanation for his absence? I think it was just, I mean, he, he has always had a problem with the schedule, the WWE schedule. So when he came back and then started doing stuff weekly, I was like, oh, wow, really? I, I meant, um, like, was there an explanation in character? Like, I couldn't oh, remember no, no, if there was. No. Because I didn't I think, think there just, was. I think he just kind of stopped showing up, right? He had, uh, didn't he have a match? And then... Yeah, I think it was, the like, the tag match at uh, WrestleMania, right? Mm-hmm. And then that was kind of it? Yeah, I think he's been gone since then. Yeah. At least he may have been back intermittently right after WrestleMania, but then yeah, he took like full time off. So he comes out and goes, "I'm back. I want to make a big impact." Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles tonight, and they had a great fucking match. Um, Styles tapped out Bryan, but I think the match was done in such a way that Daniel Bryan can definitely come back and uh, face mm-hmm. Styles again. Oh, absolutely, and um. Joe comes out, attacks him, so then they go, oh, well, Daniel Bryan's out, so let's put Joe in. Yep. And I think it's that was so well done, because it explains Bryan's ab- absence, you put in an equally high-caliber match to replace it, win-win for everybody. Yeah, I mean, I'm super down for it. I mean, I fucking love Samoa Joe, and I mean, honestly, we'll, we'll get into it on the predictions, but like, I'm, I believe that maybe Joe could do it this time. Mm-hmm. Like I think it would make a little more sense for Joe to take it and then maybe have Brian come back and take it and then that's how you do the rematch with AJ. But definitely. And I th- well, I think it it adds a really interesting necessary wrinkle to the whole thing. Cuz yes. if you if you go right back to uh like Daniel Bryan still trying to chase AJ, then that's a little bit too much of the same and then you either have to super delay that to make sure that you don't get to the climax or you get to the climax again too soon. But if Joe's the champion, then both of them are chasing after Joe, and they're kind of having to battle each other a little bit while they're chasing him. And I yeah, think that's great. This this show is a one and done. Like mm-hmm. it's this week, it's going to be over on Friday, and then that's it. It's not like there's been, um, it's not like it's a couple weeks away. So you have to have mm-hmm. Joe like take Daniel Bryan's place for a couple weeks. Like and you've got to. But, you, you, yeah, you got basically. You have to have a buffer, like you said. Mm-hmm, absolutely, and you actually get it. There's a couple other interesting things that come out of this too, because like AJ Styles is very, very close to getting like I think an entire year as the champion, 
So if Samoa yes. Joe just takes it like right before he gets to a year, that'd be really nice. Mm-hmm. And um, if they're going to do the same thing they're doing with the women at Survivor Series, then I assume uh, whoever the WWE champion is is going to be fighting the Universal champion. And I th- like AJ was in that match last year with Lesnar, so it might be interesting to kind of switch it up and mm-hmm. have like Joe be in that match instead. But uh, Braun could be the universal title holder, so. True. So, yeah, I'd, you because know, I'd really be down to see Braun versus Joe, champion versus mm-hmm. champion. That would be one bulldozer of a match. You know, and I think WWE would probably rather sell that than Braun versus AJ, but I'm not sure. It just seems mm-hmm. like more WWE style to me that they mm-hmm. would want to do Strowman versus uh, Joe. Yeah. But anyway, we should uh, yeah, talk more about at least Evolution a little bit, because I, I thought that actually was oh, a pretty good show, to be honest. That was a great start to the week of wrestling. Like, there were um, definitely, like, a couple things that were not great. Obviously, like, the six-woman tag I thought was not good. Yeah. Uh, you know, I thought, like, Trish and Lita and Mickey and Alex, or, uh, Alicia Fox was not good, but, like, holy shit. It had its like, moments, the, though. The Mae Young Classic Finals was really good. That was a really the good NXT one. The NXT Women's title match was really good. Yes, it was. Also... Uh, interesting results in a couple of those yeah definitely um you know i we didn't expect baszler winning but like as it happened and when it happened it totally made sense and i think it's yes. actually a really good call yes uh so yeah you want to run and down that course, card yeah before we get into that i just want to mention yeah. too because it was the best thing on that card god damn it the last woman standing match was really good yes um, but yeah let's get into the matches okay so um one of the ones that wasn't a huge fan of uh, Trish Stratus and Lita mm-hmm. defeating Mickey James and Alicia Fox, replacing Alexa Bliss because of her injury. I think this just one, this one, it was a good start to the show, I'll give it, because mm-hmm. you had the big pops of Lita and Trish coming out, and you had a couple of those good spots. So, like, when Trish and Mickey entered the ring, the crowd popped huge, uh, which is one of the things I uh, predicted. And then Lita actually hitting the moonsault instead of almost killing people was a nice move. <laughs> Yeah, it was like, um, yeah, Lita wasn't great for a lot of that match, but she did hit the moonsault, so that was yeah. good. Because Royal Rumble, man. Whew. Woof. She 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 definitely worked on that one. Yeah. But definitely, Trish was pretty good, and Mickey was able to hold it together. Mm-hmm. So the whole match. I think it would have been, I think if Alexa had been healthy, I think it would have been a much better match. Yeah, I think it definitely would have been a, lot, a little bit better, for sure. I think because there would have been like a story that mattered a little bit more. Uh, yes. I think just Alicia Fox being in there made this matter so goddamn little. Yeah, Alicia is only good on. Have you been keeping up with the um, Mix Max challenge? Um, yeah, I, I haven't seen like the most recent one or maybe two, but so she part, was yeah. she's on the most recent one and she's great again because that one you get to have so much fun on that show and that's where she's good at. She's mm-hmm. not good at the serious stuff. Right, exactly, and because she's such a joke, and like rightfully so, she's not like a great wrestler, but she's more of a character. Yeah, you very know much. That... She's an over exaggerated character. Mm-hmm. Exactly, but like with this match, like there is no drama even from the beginning because you know there's no way in any hell that Alicia Fox is getting a win over Trish and Lita. Like exactly, if Alexa's in there, you could possibly see it, but yeah, I I could totally have seen that. Yeah. And actually, um, I would say that if, if Alexa had been in there and it was a tag, then I think her, them getting the win would have been the right move. Like, Alexa mm-hmm. stealing a heel win. But like oh, yeah, the, like rolling up Trish or something like that. Like, 
a quick yeah. roll up or something like that. Actually, my preference would be rolling up Lita because then maybe they could still get like a one-on-one match with Trish. Because mm-hmm. I, I still kind of want that match. I still kind of want yeah. Trish one-on-one with... And it, uh, it seems like they're sticking around for a bit. They had another match on Raw. That's true. So yeah, shit, they yeah. might be around. Maybe we'll still mm-hmm. get that match we were talking about. Like, let's get Trish and Lita versus uh, Bailey and Sasha. I mean, I think that that's also might be in the books. And I think they might say like, hey... We didn't get the match with you and Alexa, Trish. Do you mind sticking around until she's healthy to do it or something like that? Mm. Yeah. Because actually, you know, with that match, if they end up doing the singles match, I think that could be like the perfect instance of uh, the young star has a really, really great match against the veteran and fucking loses, but like gains so much in the loss. Mm-hmm. Like that's the kind of match I would want them to have. Yeah. And uh, the storyline buildup could be so good with a singles match with just Trish and Alexa because mm-hmm. very similar backgrounds. Alexa did like bodybuilding modeling type stuff. Trish was an athletic model. Um, both came in, had drastic changes where they became the top stars mm-hmm. in their division at the time. Uh, it could be, it could be great. Yeah. I, I mean, that could be definitely like a WrestleMania worthy match for sure. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Trish isn't turning around or turning down a a WrestleMania payday. (laughs) Who the fuck would? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Interesting finish to the women's uh, battle or uh, yeah, the battle royal to decide who's next up for the women's championship match. Um, Although like this should be the most most late or least interesting like uh, result, right? Like it's just the thing that makes sense. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. Well, the big girl won because, the battle royal. Yeah. Yes. Well, because usually the battle royal stories is that everyone teams up and eliminates the big person. Right. Like Big Show is always like one of the first guys out because the twenty other guys or nineteen whatever uh, team up and throw him out. Yeah, it's but always the, time, like they get mad, they eliminate a few guys, and then everybody else is like, "Oh shit, we got to get rid of this guy." Exactly. This one is interesting just because with Ronda Rousey retaining, so that's another result we can. Uh, we don't really have to talk about it. She defeated Nikki. Great. <laughs> um, Nia now goes up against Ronda again. So that's why I thought it was just a weird result. Yeah. Um, it It is interesting because I thought um, Nia is definitely one of those people that you know they're going to eventually build a rematch to just because she's always going to have that advantage of her size. Mm-hmm. So then giving her this win, like... It's good, but at the same time, it also it kind of feels unnecessary. But I guess if they just they really don't have anything else planned, because I I definitely you know was fantasy booking that I thought maybe that Baszler was going to come up, and then you mm-hmm. go straight into that program right away. But you know I can definitely see the merits of not doing that. I think they've got some smart plans down at NXT uh, with building the four horsewomen. It seems, but um, yeah, with Nia. It kind of makes sense, like, giving her this. I definitely think it would have been a lot smarter move overall to give it to Ember Moon. Like, if you're not going to give it to... Uh, Crowd was behind Ember. Huge. I mean, I think that's definitely also something they can try and grow over time, though. Like, mm-hmm. if you need another heel, though, to put in her way to work with, though, if, if she's not going to be going for the title. Because I think she needs... She really needs something to do. And unfortunately, uh, the person who'd be perfect for it is actually on the wrong brand because she's got a perfect story with Asuka. Mm-hmm. So like, if she could do a program with Asuka, that'd be awesome. But but it seems like maybe it's now going to be Nia and Ember in the meantime because 
Ronda's next match is now Becky. Right, and then they've got uh, Nia aligned, or not aligned, um, but set up with uh, Tamina, Tamina right now, it looks like. Yeah. So I guess they're going to have her be with Tamina while Ronda's focusing on Becky, I would assume. Yes. For the time being. And then, because I, I forgot about the Tamina thing, so now I'm wondering where Ember goes. And unfortunately, I feel like she might just get left out entirely. Yeah, I think that's probably the most likely scenario, which sucks. Yeah. Um, but that's, I guess that's just the way it goes. Yeah. Uh, next match, though, was definitely my match of the night. The Mae Young Classic Final, Tony Storm defeating Eero Shirai. Great match. This is your match of the night? Yeah. Even over Becky Charlotte? Uh, shit. <laughs> uh, do you retract your tied. statement? Tied. Oh, tied. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm not going to say I that mean, this match I, is not a good match because it was definitely really good. I ha- I'm just a huge Tony Storm fan, so. I mean, me too. It's Tony time for me, like all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's finally Tony time in WWE. She beat mm-hmm. Io Shirai. That was a big fucking deal. Like, yeah, actually, you know what? The other match that would have been great if 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 we were to just do a little bit of reorganizing. Since Lita and Trish versus Bailey and Sasha should have happened, then you can just cut out the other six woman tag match entirely. And what instead mm-hmm. you could have had is maybe you have Asuka versus Mako Satomura. That would have been amazing as mm-hmm. like another undercard match here. Yeah. Um, but as Tony Storm being the one who beat Mako Satomura in the tournament, I feel like her winning this tournament was just too perfect. Yeah. And it's exciting to see what they're going to do with her. And I think it'd be really cool if... Um, I don't know if this is sort of the way they're sort of looking at the NXT UK brand. But like, if, if that's sort of like a stepping stone as well, that like people are eventually going to come from there over to the main roster if they get big enough... I feel like Tony Storm is definitely one of those people who could be a standout for sure. I think I think definitely her first program is going over and feuding with Rhea Ripley. Yeah. So. Absolutely. But then, yeah, I wonder if, like, do you think that they're going to be treating NXT UK in a similar way? That, like, like say, for example, if you end up becoming, like, the NXT UK champion or the tag champions or whatever, and then eventually you drop the belt, is it going to be similar to NXT where then you pretty much then go to the main roster? Possibly. We'll have to see. I mean, the, the branch is just so new. Mm-hmm. Um, is your, I guess the other option would be NXT UK feeds into regular NXT, and then you make it to the main roster, or? Oh, man, that's, <laughs> wouldn't that suck so much? It's like you have to go through NXT UK, then you go through regular NXT, and then you get to the main roster. <laughs> you know what? I think it might be direct to the main roster, because... NXT UK is still being run by Triple H, so it's probably going to have the same type of teaching them how to deal with, like, the TV portions of it. Mm-hmm. So, like, probably it is a direct um, getting them ready for the main roster type of brand. Mm-hmm. I would hope so, and I think so. But, yeah, I wonder... Yeah, I guess we'll just kind of have to see how it develops, but that kind of seems to be, like, what the feel of it is to me. Is that it's the idea of it's like, hey, just like at NXT, we're going to have this like constant pool of talent. And like, yeah, I assume every once in a while, like Vince or whoever looks around at like the top talent, whoever the champions are, and is like, you know what? All right, I want that guy. Yeah. Send him up to me. And then it's like, <laughs> all right, well, you got to drop the belt now because Vince wants you. 
Or it's Triple H going, hey, Vince, you know we have this guy. Here's some videos of him. Oh, yeah, he looks great. <laughs> Actually, um, speaking of which, before we uh, go further into Evolution, um, with call-ups, uh, with NXT, they had mentioned that the next challenger for Tommaso Ciampa is going to be the Velveteen Dream. Uh, and I definitely do not see Velveteen Dream winning this title. Yeah. Uh, so I'm wondering, do you think he's going to still stick around NXT for a little while, or do you think they're going to send him up sometime soon? I think he gets sent up sometime soon, because he's definitely main roster ready. So Yeah, he's definitely got like enough of a personality and stuff like that that I feel like they could hopefully use him in some good regard. Um, and he's definitely obviously got like uh, quite the in-ring skills, for sure. So, I don't know. It'd be very interesting to see. Because I think he's also one of those guys that, like, I could see you building him up a little bit more. Like, I think he could get a little bit hotter in NXT. But at the same time, it might be it might be time to kind of send him up. Because, like, you know, another talent that I will say that um, he's kind of blossomed a lot on the main roster was uh, Elias. And I didn't think that he was going to make it nearly as well as he has when they sent him up. But, yeah. Uh, and he's definitely gotten a new turnaround with his face turn. Yeah, I think it's, I don't know, maybe like maybe part of the key is that like you have to send somebody up who like doesn't nearly necessarily have to have like a big championship win or anything like that. Like somebody who mm-hmm. doesn't rely on wrestling too much because <laughs> there's just too many people on the main roster and Vince doesn't know how to book wrestlers. Like he's only interested in you if you've got like a weird personality that he likes, I guess. Is he a sports entertainer or a wrestler? Is he either a sports entertainer or a fucking giant? If he's not one of those two, I don't give a fuck. Because, yeah, you know what? Lars Sullivan is a guy that he'll probably have a plan with. Eventually. When he comes up, it's like, oh, yeah, he's big? Cool. I can have him eat people. Five-star Lars. Five-star Lars. But yeah, no, speaking of five stars, I'm really curious to see what uh, Meltzer eventually awards this last woman standing match, because I thought it was damn good. Yes, so we had Becky Lynch defeat Charlotte Flair in a last woman standing match after basically throwing everything, including a book, at Charlotte <laughs> I love that spot um, when they were like on opposite sides of the ring and they're just like throwing the chairs in at each other. Yes. <laughs> that was so good. Very Terry Funk-esque, I feel like. Mm, yeah. Um, so yeah, Becky Lynch retaining the title, uh, cutting an awesome promo on SmackDown, I thought, to go after Ronda Rousey. Really looking forward to... That was so good. Yeah, you're right. So yeah. But yeah, like her whole talking about like Ronda, uh, because what was she saying with Ronda? It's like, you call yourself the champion, but everybody (laughs) fought, like, you know, the fight was Was, decided before the bell. Yeah, which was always her, everyone's critique of her in the UFC. They were like, she's beating her opponents before she even steps foot in the octagon. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Rhonda had, or Becky had this great line of just like, well, I'm not scared. She's like, I beat people like you all the time. I travel the world beating people like you. So, mm-hmm. And I liked her. Uh, You're the baddest woman on the planet. What planet? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Dude, Becky can do no wrong. She is so on fire right now. Yeah. It's not just our opinion, too. Everybody loves her. And she is the man. That's she her is new the man. It's her you new phrase. I really got to hand it to him too. This was a really subtle moment, but I like that on SmackDown this week when uh, like Paige was asking Charlotte to you know be the captain and whatnot. Like Becky's 
defeat of her has gotten to Charlotte. Yes. She's like, I'm not the woman for the job. And, like, that is so not Charlotte. Mm. <laughs> like, she would have eaten that shit up no matter what normally. <laughs> is it, like, the opposite of that's so Raven? Like, that's not so Charlotte. <laughs> that's so, that's not so Charlotte. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was great. I love that this match actually means something. Yes. Like, not only was it a great match in of itself, but then, like, at least for now, like, look at this. We've got a couple of, like, long-term implications. This match has yes. affected people's characters. Becky is even more confident than ever. She's straight up calling out Ronda Rousey and saying, yeah. fuck you, everybody you've beaten, that you've beaten sucks. And I'm not afraid of you. Well, and just the implicate, I also like it's a great build for the Survivor Series match, right? Because Charlotte's saying, I don't have the confidence to captain my team. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that makes the captainship of a, a bigger deal. This is time for Asuka to reascend in SmackDown ranks. She can become the captain. Her eliminate first is eliminate all of her own teammates and then all of the enemies. She's the first person to get nine eliminations in a Survivor Series <laughs> match. <laughs> She's pinning her own teammates. Oh, God, what is she doing? Asuka's gone wild. By God, this match is broken in half. <laughs> Yeah, everybody on the enemy team just watches and like, what the fuck is happening? Like, it's just like Carmella and the Iconics and, uh, like, all them. It's kind of like when, uh, <laughs> it was like DX, uh, the Hardy Boys and Punk were on a Survivor Series team. And, oh, who was Kelly Ke- Mike Knox was Kelly Kelly's storyline boyfriend at the time. And he's in the ring and Shawn Michaels just super kicks him and <laughs> In some, and then walks back over and goes, was he in the match? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And, and Triple H is like, yeah. And Matt, Matt Hardy had the best line. He's like, well, he was. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so good. So what do you think? Can can, uh, can Sean pull it off again? Is he just going to super kick Kane, get a pin yeah. immediately, match is over? Kane's like, I got to get back to being there. Yeah, because uh, you know what? Let's let's get into some predictions for this show. Because uh, yeah, I don't know, was there anything else from Evolution really to address? Uh, Ronda Rousey defeat. Oh, sh- oh, uh, real quick on so Shane Baszler defeated Kyrie, and yes. we got the debut of the other horsewomen. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm blanking on their names right now. Oh, Jessamine Duke and, and Fear. yeah. Um, so what I liked about this is, so you thought that they might be getting the four horsemen when. when together sooner but it looks like they're trying to keep the distance because right now Shayna and the other two are heels with ronda being the face so maybe they're just holding it off for a possible ronda rousey heel turn i I think what they're going to do is they're going to develop this into the three horsewomen i guess technically for now down in nxt Mm -hmm. like kind of you know it's probably going to look a lot like the undisputed era in a way yeah the female version of it exactly the female undisputed era Mm-hmm. The undisputed vaginal era, as we'll call it, where Shayna Baszler as the Queen of Spades has taken over yet again, which actually, this is the part that fed into why I thought this was so awesome and so cool, and why it made sense, was her winning makes her the first ever two-time NXT Women's Champion. Yeah. Which really further cements just how dominant she is. Mm-hmm. You know, like even more than her way that she just dominated while she was champion, the fact that she's the first ever two-time champion. And then, hell, maybe she can hold on to this for, like, a while. Mm-hmm. 
Because I definitely see, like, you know, Kyrie will probably get one rematch to try and get the title back. I don't think she's going to win it back. I definitely feel like then, like, Io Shirai maybe will be the next challenger. Um, as also, like, um, mm-hmm. who am I playing? Bianca Belair. Yeah, I think you got Bianca Belair there in the wings. Because, like, yeah, if Io Shirai goes and she eventually fails, then you got Bianca there. I think Bianca is a more reasonable matchup of her to Shayna rather than her and Kyrie. Absolutely, yeah, because Bianca's definitely, like, the athlete. Mm-hmm. Actually, she's legitimately probably more athletic than Baszler. Probably. But, you know, obviously Baszler's, like, the more experienced fighter with legitimate exactly. MMA experience. But different she... different uh, uh, athletic specifics or something like that. You can different different styles, like, right? Styles, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally different styles. There's more of, like, that technical style versus more of that uh, bruiser style. Yeah. And, I mean, Kyrie's just... So small mm-hmm. <laughs> that her going up against someone like Bianca, um, she could do it. But I think it's just, I don't know. I like the Clash of Styles more of Shayna and Bianca. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Honestly, too, I don't really think that Kyrie needed that long of a title reign. I thought mm-hmm. that the gimmick was cute. I loved that she had the title like inside the treasure chest. Yeah. Like... Uh, Shayna brought out a great side to her in their feud mm-hmm. um, that she can always go back to now. So, yeah. Everyone comes out of this way more on top. Yeah, and I, I definitely think that she's definitely the, the type of babyface, too, that's really great and kind of like the eternal chase. Like, it's great that mm-hmm. she maybe gets those big wins every once in a while. But, you know, but she shouldn't be she shouldn't be the AJ Styles title reign. No, definitely not. Yeah. Especially, too, because, like, she's got a fucking telescope as part of her gimmick, too. So that it's like, all right, well, when she doesn't have the title, she's got the telescope because she's looking for the title. And, you know, that just feeds into her wonderlust. Like, it's it's a great gimmick. I love mm-hmm. the Onakaizuku. She's good. But I'm excited to see the genius of this guy, too. I think she's going to have a, a great little rain down in NXT, because, like, goddamn, that whole, the entire performance in the Mayon Classic, I thought, was really good by Io Shirai. Oh, yeah. And they, they signed a lot of the women out of the Mayon Classic, so. Mm. I know, like, Mia Yim is now signed. Oh, um, good. And a couple others. That's the only name I can remember right now, so. Mm-hmm. So, shall we move on from the women then to the exclusively male, other than Renee Young, event <laughs> of Crown Jewel? And Mae Young. And Renee Young. Somehow she snuck in there. Mm-hmm. So right now, so do you, as a do you pl- think that she's going to be in a burka? Ooh. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. Is that gonna be one of our first predictions? <laughs> that's is that the first prediction for the show? How many? Is Ren- how, how covered is Renee Young? <laughs> how much skin is Renee allowed to show? But you know what? I wonder. I wonder if they'll even show her on TV. Like they might just allow they her might to be show there, her, but then just have her show, voice, but they can't show her. They might show her on TV, but not on the screen in the. Uh, like arena. arena or yeah and they might not even like have like a um announced booth by ringside like maybe it's backstage or something i don't know mm. yeah or yeah maybe really close to the stage like they used to back in the day um yeah because yeah like i don't i don't think i don't see how they could get away with her being out there because if, if she's a the part of the announced team she's technically a performer right yeah and like you can't do female performers so well, I mean, it's it's cleared with the Saudi government, so... Yeah. So, yeah, it, it'll be very interesting to see kind of, like, 
how that shakes out. Mm-hmm. But, but, like, if she is actually out there, that would be actually, like, that would actually be a small point of evidence to, like, that point that WWE keeps trying to use. That, like, hey, if we're there, maybe we're going to promote progress. Yeah. Which is, like, like such look, bullshit. But, like, if that happened, uh, then it's like, oh, okay, well, maybe you're right a little bit. I don't know. The last show, we had zero women. Now we have one. <laughs> that's... It, 100% it, increase. Yeah, that's a very large percentage increase. <laughs> one is infinitely larger than zero. I'll hope I'll hold you know. Um yeah, so on this card, um we are not going to predict all the matches because a lot of them are seven of them to be exact are the World Cup matches. Um so we are just going to predict the finals of those. Um, which the two finalists and then the winner. Yes. Do uh, do you know the brackets that they have right now? Yes. Okay. So the two raw matches we have going in are Seth Rollins and Bobby Lashley and Kurt Angle and Dolph Ziggler. Um, this will eventually get narrowed down to one raw guy. The SmackDown side we have Jeff Hardy versus The Miz and Rey Mysterio versus Randy Orton. Eventually getting down to one SmackDown guy. So apparently the SmackDown guy in the finals gets fired if he loses. Yes. Oh, uh, glad you brought this up because I love Corey's strategy for that. He's like, I would just lose in one of the opening matches, right? Because then you at least your job is secure. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Because Shane specifically said, not that if you lose in the tournament at all, you just can't lose to the the raw guy. Yeah, you just can't be the best loser on SmackDown. I'll keep the other losers, but I'll just get rid of my. I'll get rid of my best superstar in SmackDown. That's so ridiculous. But I think it actually helps give away what's going to happen and feeds into my predictions a little bit. Okay. Um, so from the Raw side, we've got Rollins versus Lashley, mm-hmm. and this this one is actually really hard. Um, mostly because I feel like originally if if these brackets were supposed to be the same, but I feel like from rumors I've heard the brackets were supposed to be different originally. Mm-hmm. Then if Cena was supposed to be in the spot, then I definitely would have thought that Cena wins. Yeah. Um, But I feel like Rollins is going to win this one because I just, I don't know. I just don't think that Lashley is a, I don't know. I just don't think they're going to give it to Lashley. Yeah, this is a weird one because you got Rollins who's in the feud with Dean. Lashley, who's apparently injured. So, like, do you give Lashley the win because Rollins has something else to do? Or, and, like, but then Lashley has to wrestle yet another match with an injury. So, that's a really weird one. But No, I think, you know, especially considering that, too, with the injury, which I kind of forgot, I think that especially means that he doesn't win. Because mm-hmm. how the fuck are you going to count on that dude to win however many fucking matches in a night? Exactly. And apparently, it's like, a, it's a really painful injury that he's like fighting through right now like mm-hmm. he what it was think wasn't supposed to be on this card at all and then when cena backed out they threw him in so right so yeah I think so Rollins yeah. definitely wins this one Rollins so i also think out. too because like based on some way that the other ones are going to shake out i think at least one modern guy is going to make it decently far in this tournament mm-hmm. even though most of the other ones are here just to put over older dudes <laughs> <laughs> like the other match which is angle versus ziggler and i have a yeah, feeling yeah. angle's gonna win there's no way that Ziggler's winning this one. But, mm-hmm. like, if they built this right, actually, either way, with Ziggler losing or if Ziggler wins, this could be a huge match for Ziggler's career. Oh, yeah. Like, in the same way that we were talking about earlier, like, the idea that I want to have of, like, Alexa Bliss versus Trish Stratus of, like, a really 
you almost get it, but then you fucking lose, but it still like boosts you up. Yeah. I think Ziggler could have that type of match against Angle. I mean, it'd be even better if like holy shit, he had that match and then he beat Angle. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, you know what? Like from a certain perspective, like why the fuck not? Because I don't think Angle's winning this tournament. So like if if he if because I think that otherwise he just loses to Rollins in the second round, which would also be good. I think that would really help Rollins. So actually, you know what? Yeah, fuck it. Have give Ziggler the really good like almost, but then Angle squeaks it out. And you know what? Actually, fuck it. Maybe then Ziggler gets angry and he starts going after Angle after this. Maybe get another match. And then um, uh, Drew jumps in and helps out. You know what? Actually, that's the other thing to consider. Is uh, is Drew McIntyre going to get involved? Because he could mm-hmm. give Ziggler the heel win, and then you, know, you just beat Angle that way. But there's also the possibility that Drew gets involved in the uh, Universal Championship match because he said he's gotten as he got he has his eye on that one too. So you know, I to be honest, I'm actually a little bit surprised that he didn't get added into that match before this, like to make it another triple threat. Yeah, just him replacing Roman. Well, it was like it was insanely uncanny timing, right? Because it was like the week right beforehand. The last shot on Raw that we had was like. Uh, uh, McIntyre turning on Braun and hitting him with the Claymore kick. And then the next week we have Roman retiring. So there's an opening in that match. So it was like, shouldn't McIntyre storm down and be like, fuck it, put me in the match. Yeah. Because <laughs> then honestly too, like I, I was buying so much in that theory that I thought it might happen that I thought he was not only going to get put into the match, but I thought if he was in the match, he was going to win it. But now he's not in the match, so. I guess yeah, there, I think if he was in it. Champion. If he was in it, I think there was a high chance of him winning it. So yeah, um, but yeah, he might help Ziggler squeak out a win here. But I, I kind of think it's more likely that Angle wins here, especially because I think that um, with the way that I'm booking this, and I think that I think it might go down. This will help make Rollins' path to victory even more impressive. Let me just put it that way. Because mm. I think you could build up kind of like a Chris Jericho esque legend out of tonight if you do it correctly with Rollins. That's to, give possible. Away, to give away my full thoughts on it, if Rollins beat you know Lashley, Angle, and Mysterio in the same night, that would be like a pretty good thing to brag about, you know. Oh, so that's your your prediction is uh, Rollins goes to the final with Mysterio. Yep my my predictions are that the finalists are going to be Rollins and Mysterio, and Rollins takes it. Okay, uh, I'm going to go with different ones. Okay. I think Angle goes to the finals for Raw. Okay. And I think Miz goes to the finals for SmackDown, and I think Angle what? beats Miz. You think Miz is going to make it to the finals? Yes. And I think because... You think Miz is going to be Jeff Hardy and Rey Mysterio in the same night? Yes, because the the stipulation that Shane said that if the SmackDown guy loses to Raw, that he's going to get fired, and so ah. I think they're playing into that. I see, okay. So you're you're basing it more on who you think is going to get deported to Raw. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Because I, I, I think that a little bit. Because I think that Mysterio could be the one that gets deported over to Raw. Yeah. Um, yeah, because like if he, he came And he's in, just a big enough name that it's not a huge deal. It's like, he's like, all right, I'll go wrestle on Raw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and it, it could be one of those things, too, where like maybe Vince has just changed his mind where he's like, you know what? Like, I brought him back on SmackDown because I wanted him on SmackDown 1000. But like, now I want him on Raw. 
So, <laughs> get a stipulation that if he loses, over. he gets deported to Raw. <laughs> uh, of course, there's got to be a deportation. The deportation stipulation only affects the Mexican out of the eight <laughs> people in the tournament. <laughs> um, Rey Mysterio, though, uh, loving his uh, endorsement of stem cell therapy. He says that's why he's been able to wrestle so well is stem cell therapy on his knees i mean it's something man he's been doing really well for years now yeah it's crazy yep science but yeah that's crazy all right so, all right, so you think because I, I think miz is totally out first round i think hardy's definitely taking him out and then it's mm-hmm. gonna be hardy versus mysterio and then uh i mean because i kind of see that going either way but i feel like it's gonna be mysterio just because mm-hmm. like in my head I was thinking, like, who would I rather see Rollins fight in the finals, Mysterio or Hardy? And between the two, I just, I guess I went with Mysterio, so. Yeah, I'm just basing off the storyline, so. But yeah, okay, okay, we got some real, oh man, these are big stakes. These, yep. are, these are a lot of points. It, I'm going bigger, I'm going home. This, this is, like, somebody's either really retaining the title or really losing it after this. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's then see, what do we think about press- the rest of the matches? Uh, so, prelim match, we have Shinsuke Nakamura versus Rusev for the United States Championship. I think, even though they haven't been doing anything with it, I think Nakamura retains. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, just because it, it, it would kind of feel really pointless and weird to put it on Rusev now. Mm-hmm. Like, I think if they were going to, it would have been kind of cool to do it a little bit ago. Um, at least when, like, when he still had Aiden with him or something. Um, but it just it's really out of nowhere right now. Like, if, if they were to build up more of a rivalry then fuck it, why not? But, um, yeah, I think Nakamura retains as well. Um, the Bar versus the New Day for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Now, I'd heard about this match that uh, the Bar might be able to use the Freebird rules in the same way that New Day usually does. and they can Oh, pick... and include Big mm-hmm. Show? Yep, include Big Show in their two out of three guys. Uh, so then I'm going to definitely go with Bar retains. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to go with the bar anyway, but then like yeah. when I heard that, it was like, oh, okay, definitely. Because actually, well, it kind of you know, only makes it fair, right? Like, <laughs> totally. And actually, it's, this it's, three guy team is able to just go, oh, are you not feeling up today? All right, yeah, we'll just free bird rule it. And like, to these two guys are like, shit, we have to be in every match. <laughs> it's, it, it's honestly kind of astounding that they haven't had any other tag teams really try to like <laughs> no. confront hey, this issue let's before. Pick up a third guy. <laughs> yeah, like let's just get a third guy and counter this problem. <laughs> It's kind of like our uh, flashlight with the Undertaker. Yeah, exactly. Like, just nobody thinks of these common sense solutions. It's like, man, they've got three guys. How the fuck could we ever counter that? I mean, like, me and you, two guys decide to team up, but, like, there'd be no way we could convince a third guy to join us. That's just too crazy. But, like, what if we tried it? What if we tried to get, like, a really big guy? How about the biggest guy? I mean, we're already both pretty big. Let's get a yeah. bigger guy. <laughs> Let's just get an even bigger guy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, uh, it's it's ridiculous. Actually, it would be really funny is if, uh, like, so with this, the whole uh, partnership with the with the show, oh, Jesus Christ, with the bar the show. and with the Mr. big show. show. With the Mr. Show. With the big show and the bar. If, like, eventually, once that dissolves or something, like, because, do you remember, there's a little bit of backstage story uh, history that apparently Big Show was very against the New Day when it was first forming and saying it wasn't going to work and shit. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, And then, you know, now, obviously, fast forward, 
couple of years, he was the one who cost them their fifth tag tag title reign. Like, what if he just constantly teams up with any other tag team that goes against the New Day <laughs> as a revolving trio? He's, yeah, exactly. He's just the anti-New Day guy who's just a revolving trios member. <laughs> so that it's just like one week it's like, you know, here at the bar in the big show. And then it's Sanity in the big show. And then it's the Ascension Lu- of the big show. <laughs> Lucha House Party in the big exactly. show. Lucha House, the big Lucha House Party. <laughs> They're all just, like, on top of his shoulders, all three of yeah, them. Yeah, he carries the three of them out to the <laughs> he, he carries the entire Lucha house. <laughs> Actually, that'd be funny as shit. Yeah. <laughs> he just has, like, a pelican on his back, and all three of them are riding in it. <laughs> and that's the Lucha house. And they're just partying in it. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Anyway. Okay. So then next up, we have the singles match for the WWE Championship, AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe. Uh, even though it's a last-minute change with Samoa Joe uh, taking place with Dan O'Brien, I think Joe might take it here. I think so, too. I think it's too good of a, it's too good of an opportunity to waste. Yeah, kind of like a, hey, we didn't think about this, but this could work kind of a thing. It could totally work. I, I think actually the booking of SmackDown would be a lot better if they did that change. And I don't even yeah. necessarily think that he has to hold the title for that long. No, nah, just like but, a month type reign would even be fine. Like, as long as it's like it's intense and like it's, I because I, I really just want to see this three way rivalry with like him, Daniel Bryan, AJ. I think that'd be awesome. I think it would spice it up a lot. You would have mm-hmm. Joe reinvigorated, just because after this AJ Styles storyline, I feel like he hasn't done much. Um, AJ would be reinvigorated. He doesn't have to hold the title. He's a little more free. And then Daniel Bryan going up for the title. It works for everybody. Yep, absolutely. So, yeah, we're both in agreement. I think Joe wins this one. Yep. Um, D-Generation X, Triple H, and my man, Shawn Michaels, returns to the ring to face the Brothers of Destruction, The Undertaker, and the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee, Kane. <laughs> man, how nervous are you for this match? This has been, like... Almost a decade. Oh, in the waiting since HBK's on. been gone, and now he's going to be back in the ring for Is the first it 2006, time. 12 years, right? Hold on, WrestleMania twenty six, right? Mm-hmm. Was two thousand ten? Yeah, two thousand ten. So yeah, uh, eight years. Eight Almost years. Nine. Shit. HBK's return to the ring. Never thought it was going to happen. Never thought. And he's your favorite wrestler hope, of all time. I mean, he looks in phenomenal shape. So he that, looks good. Yeah. Um, I have the fact that he's been training people down at the performance center means he's like been in the ring and doing stuff, so he's mm-hmm. like smooth in there. Um, so that's all I want out of it is just for him not to come back and be like, "Oh, it's old HBK." Like, which well, yeah, he he would have to do phenomenally bad to be the worst person in that match because you know Taker's going to be real bad. Yeah. So at least he's probably not going to be worse than Taker. I mean, if, on the, the one side you have the two worst people, Taker and Kane. Like, yeah. Triple H is still good in the ring. Um, Because he, like, he had that great match with Angle at Mania. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, yeah. I think, it, I think it's a low bar for Sean to clear, but I think he'll do fine. Yeah, but I guess the real bar, right, is not actually them. The real bar is his own self. Yes, that's, that's the real that's problem. The thing. It's just like, does he come back and look as like I'm not expecting the Sean of 
2006 or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, but if at least he's just like smooth and like still has some speed and stuff like that, I think he'll be fine. I mean, I I think he'll probably be smart enough and he'll know how to work around that too. I'm assuming they'll either have him, well, yeah, because that's going to be the hottest hot tag in like history in a way. Uh, yeah, so sure. I, I mean, I feel like the usually, structure of this match is going to have to be Triple H as the babyface in peril. Exactly. I was uh, you just brought up that point, and I just thought about it. Was the DX formula is usually Sean is the babyface in peril, right? But with Sean returning to the ring, I think you're going to want Triple H starting out. And actually, you know that could totally make sense, right? Because like, if if Undertaker wants to go really aggressive and try to get revenge on Triple H for beating him at Super Showdown or whatever. They can just go ham on his ass. You know, and then he's the babyface in peril, and eventually he gets the hot tag to Sean. And then, uh, you know, Sean can get, like, some great, like, you know, run-as-usual moves. Yeah. Get the spurt of offense, get the big and then hope spot. tag Triple H back in. Mm-hmm. Triple H finishes off the match. So, and I th- I think DX wins here. I think DX wins, but I think that, I think it Triple H, I think HBK's got to get the pin here. Mm. But I... But I'm very conflicted about whether it would happen on Kane or on Undertaker because there's there are two ideas I have in my head. The general kind of safe idea would be right like he he pins Kane, and then you afterwards you just have like Undertaker be mad at Kane and fuck him up, which I think could totally work, and I think that's probably the most likely scenario. Um, but it could be really interesting and super ballsy if HBK pins Undertaker in his return to get his get his win back mm-hmm. that would be a big old statement to get that win back and i think it would demand i mean i don't think a rematch i don't think taker would be that protective that they wouldn't they wouldn't say no to that expand that'd be that'd be something it would be man that'd be really exciting where would so let me ask you as like fan of Shawn Michaels. I think we mentioned about this a little bit before, but like where do you want to see the HBK return go? Like do you want it to just be like one or two matches and that's it? Like what do you kind of want to see come out of this? One or two matches and that's it. Cuz like do you want to see him rematch Undertaker? No. I want to see him do this match. I want to see him maybe wrestle like Rollins, maybe wrestle Danny Bryan. Mhm. I want to see the dream matches. Like, if he's going to come back, he at least should do that. Yeah, definitely. I agree. So, yeah, all right. So, we're definitely for this match, though, we both think DX is taking the win. Yeah. All right. Uh, X. Then, our last match, actually, yep. is Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman for the vacant Universal Championship. This There's... One... A lot of variables here. There are quite a lot of variables here. And it's it's kind of like a classic weird WWE situation. Because I think... That they booked themselves in. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's classic them and classic, like, I could see them dealing with this in a weird way. Because, like, common sense, I feel like, would suggest that Braun wins. Because if Brock wins, that massively changes whatever they were probably planning. Because, like, yeah, when he finally dropped the title to Roman. It seemed like, all right, Brock's kind of out of the plans for now. He'll probably come back for, like, a few matches here and there, but, like, he's not, like, super beholden to to them anymore because he's not the Mm -hmm. champion. If they all of a sudden make him the champion again, 
that I feel like that would be a really huge change in not only their plans but also Lester's plans, and I assume he's got other plan shit planned like MMA and UFC. So I feel like that'd be way too big, but I feel like that's also a very typical WWE situation, and that's how they deal with it sometimes. Is they're like shit, we don't know how to deal with this. Let's throw enough money at something for it to work and i feel like that would be their panic move is that they would freak out and be like we need to give I enough money to brock make to him the champion again band-aid the situation yep because they for whatever reason didn't have faith in braun because it i found it really weird you know when they were still just so goddamn insistent like we're gonna make roman be the guy that beats brock even though like everybody and their grandma was like fucking can you please give braun Strowman this title please and they didn't believe in him then and he's cooled off significantly since then, especially because they decided to turn him heel for a while out of nowhere. Mm. So, like, I don't know why they'd believe in him now. So that's kind of why this is a really hard one to predict. What are your thoughts? Uh, I agree with you. Um, I think they might be hesitant to put the title on Braun. Mm-hmm. Um, just because he is still, I mean, fairly green so to speak right like mm-hmm. only been around now two years right two or three yeah shit it's only been yeah probably about two or three so they know lesnar like he is a mm-hmm. uh what's the word i'm looking for standard or something like you you know what you're gonna get out of him right so i feel like they might just throw the money at him and have him hold the title for however long they need him to to figure out what they're gonna do yeah, because like I could definitely see like if they were going to throw it back on Lesnar, I could see him holding it to like WrestleMania, and then either you have like Braun kind of go at him or whoever else is the top star. Like maybe you mm-hmm. build up Rollins towards him, but like Rollins has so much to do with Ambrose right now that like I don't think he can take that time out. Like maybe build up McIntyre, or maybe you build up whoever like the Royal Rumble winner is. Like maybe you bring back somebody. I don't know. They're kind of. Uh, they kind of haven't really built up enough guys lately <laughs> in yeah. that position. So it's going to be an interesting power vacuum over the next like couple of months and year, I think, like as they try to fill that void of Roman. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and still think that just because it'd be such a huge financial and otherwise schedule change that Brock wouldn't agree to it. So I think Braun's going to get the title here. Yeah, I think the same thing, too. I, I think Brock wants to get at least one more UFC match in, mm-hmm. and that's going to happen sooner rather than later because the match he's rumored to be taking is being decided this Saturday. Mm-hmm. Like, the winner of a match happening on Saturday is going to be his next match. So I feel like he's going to want to start training for that and all that. So. Mm-hmm. Definitely, especially yeah. because like the next uh, you know pay per view is like Survivor Series, and that's going to be I assume champion versus champion instead of having the championship match. Because like if it were that close, then I could see them doing something like, all right, we're going to put it on Brock real quick, and then like Braun will take it from him at Survivor mm. Series. Like, yeah, maybe they would do something like that. But since it's probably not going to be a championship match, then yeah, I don't think it's going to work. So, so yes, I think it is think Braun, Braun as well. Okay, so then we actually only differ on the World Cup. <laughs> of course. It comes that yeah, but, but like the finalists and the winner. So that's quite a lot. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, may only be one match, but it's got a lot of components to it. Definitely, it's uh, it's a lot of points. It's a lot of things at stake here, and it's still mixed up with uh, Ultima Lucha Quattro because uh, we still haven't seen the ending of that. But um, you know, actually, shit. Did, did you see the um, first part of it that aired so yes. far? Man, what did you so, think of a uh, kill shot versus uh, uh, Son of Havoc? Because we definitely also thought a uh, kill shot was winning that match. Yeah, I. You know what? I never realized Killshot is Shane Strickland. Yeah, I didn't know who he was either. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, okay. Then that match could have gone either way, actually. <laughs> Both of them do have unmasked characters. Mm-hmm. I thought Killshot was legit a luchador. Like, mm-hmm. well, yeah, so, yeah. I, I thought it was awesome. Like, it... It was really weird, too, like, the way that... This was another instance of, like, commentary actually being fucking amazing. Matt mm-hmm. Stryker did a really great job of explaining part of the story that it was, like, that this whole thing of him losing was actually a great and beautiful moment in a way and that we should actually be kind of, like, happy in a bittersweet sort of way for uh, Strickland because it's, like, him finally being able to, like, put to rest that uh, shadow side of him that was kill shot that, like, he was running away from and that he couldn't handle like he couldn't handle his past Mm -hmm. but then now like that part being defeated like maybe now he can kind of like get over in a way and then we got to see that obviously in the uh, post scene where then you know he had the interaction with ar fox yeah and then he was like relieved of duty you know for those other parts but like i thought it was great I did, like I didn't expect like that level of a story coming out of that match when i first was going into it but i was like oh holy shit this is really good. Lucha Underground continues to surprise me. Yep. And so does WWE. I think they'll probably surprise me at some point this weekend. I'm still... You know what? I'm, I'll stick with Braun. There's a party that's just like, you know it's going to be Brock Lesnar. You know it's going to be Brock Lesnar, you stupid son of a bitch. Like, How dare you think otherwise. Yeah, it's like, because he was just... For so long, it was just like, Brock Lesnar wins LOL. You know, it was like getting to be seen a levels of just stupid. Mm-hmm. Especially, it was it was stupid in the same way that Cena shit was stupid because it was just the same story over and over and over again. Like it didn't it didn't matter who he was fighting, it was the same story. Yeah. And that shit's just boring. So. Exactly. All yeah, right. Moving on, and I think Rollins is going to be the best in the world. He's going to be the new face of the company. He's taking over Reigns' spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dean, I think, can get built up as a great heel, so... Mm-hmm. And you know what? Shit, too. You know it'd be great? Maybe as a side effect, if they decide to be smart about this and have him wear the Intercontinental title a couple times in this tournament, if mm-hmm. he wins and he's wearing that, that would help put over the Intercontinental title. Yep. As, like, man, the guy who wears this is the best in the world, allegedly. So, yeah. Those are our thoughts. Those are our predictions. And we will be back next week. Or... Um, we'll have to look at the schedule. I'm trying to think like what's uh, what our next event we're, is. We're a couple of weeks away from Survivor Series, but I thought we might want to run down our results from Crown Jewel slash Ultima Lucha Quattro. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll have to talk about that. See Because we, we have to that. find out who's going to be the champ. That's right. Either that or we'll have to tease people out. Yeah. 
Like you have to you have to watch this or listen to this show and write down what we say so that then you can track along and you'll know who the champion is before we yeah. even do the show. If you see if you're paying attention, you don't even need to listen to the next show. You'll just know. Yeah, just but don't listen. You, to us. Then you just need to listen to the next one to find out what our predictions are for the next show, though. So you always need mm-hmm. to listen because you need to know the predictions. Because I mean, the legitimacy of the Super Smart Brothers title is of utmost importance. Not just to us, of course. Yeah. But to everybody. <laughs> it's it's right. more legitimate and it has longer uh, title lineage than the Universal Championship. Just saying. Yes, it does. <laughs> and people actually defend it and get rematches. Yeah, that's true. We actually defend it and get rematches and stuff. Alright. We will catch you either next week or a couple weeks from now. Have a good week, everybody. Yep, peace. See you when we see you.